Kaneshi, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of a motherfucking podcast that I like to call this and that. At this point, we're 13 episodes deep. You all know the whole spiel at this point. Anyways, we don't got too much sports to talk about. We probably just got about maybe an article. Uh, by the way, a little couple disclaimers here. Uh, I'm currently recording this on... <clears throat> what is it? 1.20 a.m.? Yes, I record my podcast episodes late at night. But it's like 1.20 a.m. on uh, January 1st of 2021. So, uh, Happy New Year. <laughs> We've uh, officially entered 2021. Can you believe that shit? Holy fuck. But uh, we're going to be talking about uh, some COVID, some election fraud, you know, some election talk. Of course, talking about some Trump. Uh and a fucking church pastor <clears throat> said, fuck preaching. I'm, I'm going to be a stripper. All that and more on the This and That podcast. <laughs> but uh, let us begin <clears throat> with our only sports article of the, of the night. Uh, <clears throat> Becky Hammond became the first woman to direct a team in NBA history. Uh, this is coming from the Associated Press. <clears throat> You're going to be hearing a lot from the uh, AP and the Hill.com, as we all know. The Hill is, <clears throat> excuse me, one big source that uh, I like to use in this podcast. But the wonderful Becky Hammond filled in for uh, Coach Pop. Popovich was ejected by official Tony Brown with 3.56 remaining in the second quarter. Popovich screamed at Brown and entered the court following a non-call on DeMar DeRozan's attempted layup and a subsequent attempt rebound by Drew... <clears throat> excuse me. Eubanks? Whatever the fuck that guy's name is. Popovich was applauded as he exited the court by several... Of the team's family members that were in attendance at the AT&T Center. <clears throat> Harmon took over the team's huddles during the timeouts. And walked the sideline following Popovich's ejection. Hammond was the, f- was the full-time female assistant coach. Was the first full-time female assistant coach in league history. Tim Duncan took over last season when Popovich was ejected. Against Portland on November 16, 2019, the Hall of Famer opted not to return as assistant this season. Well, that sucks. A three-time All-American at Colorado State, Hammond played for the New York Liberty and San Antonio Stars in the WNBA, as well as overseas before joining, before retiring to join Popovich's staff in 2014. So I thought I would uh, include that in there, so... uh. Some uh, NBA history here. Congrats to Becky Hammond. Fuck yeah. But uh, now we move on to the politics, the world news, the Trump talk, and all that wonderful goddamn bullshit. Uh, But first, we're going to do this again. 
Uh, basically me rambling and basically me rambling on about what the hell is going on in my life, you know, just life updates and stuff like that, but, uh, I am proud to announce not too much has gone on in my life. Uh, as of right now, at the current time that I'm recording this, I'm currently in Florida, so, (laughs) there's that, yay, I guess. Uh, I'm in he- I'm in Florida till probably sometime in March. We're hoping. Uh, my dad and I, like I said, got an apartment, <clears throat> a better apartment, but it's in the same uh, apartment building. <clears throat> Fuck! I got phlegm in my throat. But uh, it's gonna be Liddy. <laughs> uh, two bedrooms. Actually, no, three. Three or four bedrooms, I think. Uh, I think it's like three bedrooms upstairs and then got a bedroom downstairs. I'm not sure exactly, but it's not that bad of a place. It's, it's a pretty nice place. But uh, let's just say the uh, previous people that were in there weren't too, uh, too cleanly. <laughs> By the way... Uh, 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 a disclaimer, you're probably going to be hearing banging and booming and shit like that. That's fucking people outside lighting off fireworks, like I said, and recording this on New Year's night. So, you know, <laughs> fireworks, yay. Uh, I guess lighting off fireworks are not against the law here in Florida. But back to what I was saying, basically the people who uh, lived in the apartment before weren't too cleanly, weren't too clean. That and the uh, ceilings were caving in, which they actually did. Uh, So, (laughs) yeah, there was a lot wrong with it. It needed to be completely redone, remodeled. So, basically, by the time I uh, get back up north to Massachusetts in March, it hopefully should be ready. To go, maybe I'll do like a little tour of it or something. I don't know. Fuck out of the way. But uh, otherwise that uh, you know I've just been living my same old boring life. You know, not really too much has gone on. I guess you could say. Uh, Like I said, I'm in Florida till March, but uh. Decided to bring the microphone, uh, the good microphone, and my uh, mic stand with me. So uh, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's record some uh, podcasts and shit. And I do want to record the podcasts more often. It's just, you know, uh, it's it's kind of hard right now when I'm, you know, traveling back and forth. And, you know, that's my excuse of not having a job right now as well. It's like because I'm consistently traveling back and forth between Massachusetts and Florida, but we're basically selling the house here in Florida, so, you know, that's going to be great, so uh, hopefully I can finally find a job, settle down, and, you know, hopefully as soon as I do all that, then, then, I can finally start posting the uh, podcast more often, which, like I said, I really want to do, it's, it's, it's fun, I have fun Recording the podcast episodes and I have an itch in my back, but uh, yeah, basically, like I said, the podcast is is a 
excuse me, is a platform for me to basically be me and platform for me to basically talk about whatever the fuck it is I want to talk about, you know, if it's politics, sports, world news or whatever. But, you know, but what what else has been going on in my life? What, what else has been popping off? Honestly, like I said, not too much. Not not too much. Just been quarantining at home. As we all know, Florida is a fucking mess with COVID right now. Oh boy. <clears throat> That's what happens when you have a crooked, corrupt Trump puppet as a governor here in Florida. Fucking DeSantis is a goddamn joke. Uh, let's, let's face it. DeSantis is a, is a joke. The guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And honestly, he's just... In office to line his fucking pockets and help out his rich buddies. You know? That's basically what he's doing. And we, we all know that. I mean, fuck. Our, our, our senator here isn't even any better. Like, fucking Rick Scott is a complete retard. Okay, Rick Scott is a fucking retard up the ass. If you ask me. Like, whoo! <sighs> Florida is just, wow. But anyways, moving on from my boring ass bullshit life. Time to talk some politics, time to talk some Trump. Stuff along those lines. But uh, we start off from an article with our good friends from The Hill. This one goes by the name of GOP Lawmakers Criticizes Trump Colleagues for trying to discredit the election. Oh, you all know where this is going. <laughs> you all know where this is going. <clears throat> but uh, Representative Adam Kinsner uh, criticized his Republican colleagues and President Trump for what he said were attempts to discredit the 2020 presidential election results. In a video titled, Courage Our conspiracies my brain can process word courage over conspiracies there you go kinsger said kinsger kinser i'm going with kinser the president does not want to admit defeat and no nobody would that's fucking facts that's that's a hundred percent facts you know what that's a hundred percent facts we're gonna read it again the president does not want to admit defeat, and nobody would. Because it's true. He does not want to... It's over, okay? You Trump-tards need to face the fact that the fucking election is over. It's done. Trump lost. But he's currently trying to discredit the election results through falsehoods and conspiracies. Which, again, that's true as well. A lot of the bullshit he's spewing out is just not true. And we'll cover that later on. But the man is a crazy lunatic. What the hell do you expect? I mean, if you think about it, Trump basically lied his way into office. Like, the man can't honestly keep a promise where shit. You know? The wall... Yeah, we all know who paid for that. Wasn't Mexico, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it was the military who paid for it. 
Not Mexico. There's one lie. You know? The, like I said, the man basically lied his way into the Oval Office. Basically brainwashed people into believing bullshit. Conspiracies. Made up stuff that isn't true, you know? But the article goes on to read, As someone trusted to lead, I have a choice, he continued. I can be quiet and try to survive by taking the easy path, or I can speak up and lead without concern for the consequences. Which he took the second option, which was smart. The lawmaker explained the dangers of how fast what he described as misinformation can travel quickly in political disclosure dating back years, he stated. As public servants, we have a responsibility to serve in good faith, despite political outcomes. Which, Trump doesn't seem to understand that, apparently. <laughs> Honestly, if you think about it, Kanye West would make a fucking better president than Trump. Ooh, I just triggered millions of Trump supporters. <laughs> I love triggering Trump supporters. It, it's fun. Trump and several GOP lawmakers have claimed that the 2020 election was tainted by widespread voter fraud. However... Excuse me, damn page just refreshed. However, federal election officials, as well as former Attorney General William Barr, have said there is no evidence of widespread election fraud in the presidential election. Which, again, we will talk about uh, election fraud here in a little bit. We'll go more in-depth on it. But, uh... You're going to hear no evidence of voter fraud throughout this whole damn podcast. And I'm going to repeat it many motherfucking times. Why? Because there's no evidence of voter fraud. There's none. There's zip. There's zero. Following the election, the Trump campaign also mounted several legal battles in battleground states to contest the election results, including in Michigan, Georgia, Arizona, and Pennsylvania. These lawsuits have been largely unsuccessful. Kinzer said Republicans who have given whatever the fuck that word is credence, credence whatever to those claims no it's not true but fear their next election a snowball of self-protection has grown rapidly Kinzer a critic of Trump and his allies said so basically Republicans, a lot of Republicans agree there's no evidence of voter fraud as well. You know, you know you're fucked. Trump knows he's fucked when he knows Republicans aren't even on his side. His own party isn't even on his side. You know, that's how you know he's fucked. When your own damn party is not even on your side. Shit's fucked. But, uh... Good old Trump being good old Trump. But of course, he honestly can't get over losing the election. Because Trump decides to make a second request to the Supreme Court over Wisconsin loss. This article is coming to us from our good friends uh, from the Associated Press. Uh... Excuse me. President Donald Trump on Wednesday asked the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn his election loss in Wisconsin. His second appeal 
in many days to the high court over the result in the key battleground state. Basically, Trump can't take a loss. You know? Trump needs to suck the fuck up. Trump supporters need to suck it the fuck up. This steal the vote shit, the steal the whatever fucking shit needs to needs to end. It's it's stupid. Like the steal the vote protests and all that shit are basically based on false right wing talking points and conspiracy theories. That's it. It's all it's based on. There's no evidence, and like I said, we will get into more of this. In a little bit here, but uh, President Trump on Wednesday asked the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn his election loss in Wednesday in Wisconsin. His second appeal in as many days to the high court over the result in the key battleground state. Trump's newest appeal is over the loss of a lawsuit he filed in the federal court seeking to void the state's election and have the Republican-controlled legislator, legislator appoint electors to cast the state's 10 electoral votes. In other words, he's being a big fucking giant baby and can't take the fact that he lost. Next. Haha, <laughs> the lawsuit was rejected. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> First, by a federal judge whom Trump had appointed. <laughs> you you know it's good. You know it's fucking good when your own people you appointed are even turning your ass down. You know it's good. Like, literally, your own fucking people are even turning your ass down. The people you appointed, the people you thought would be on your side is even turning your ass down. That's, that's, that's how pathetic the fucking man is. Adding to dozens of defeats for Trump in electoral college challenges, you dumb fuck. Let's try to read that again. Adding to dozens of defeats for Trump in electoral challenges around the U.S. Let's see if I can read it in a newscaster voice. Hold on. Trump's campaign on Tuesday asked, uh, apparently it's British. Okay, apparently we're on BBC. Fuck it. Trump's campaign on Tuesday asked for a high court to take its take on his lawsuit brought in the state court that it sought to toss out hundreds of thousands of absentee ballots cast in Wisconsin's two largest liberal counties. The Wisconsin Supreme Court rejected that lawsuit 4-3 earlier in December. Trump lost the state to Democrat Joe Biden by about 21,000 votes. That kind of sounded like a mix of British and Australian. <laughs> but uh, that's the article, fam. If you all want to read it, it's on the Associated Press. But uh, <laughs> that brings us on to our next topic. Uh, voter fraud in the election talk. Uh, like I said, as we all know, uh, Joe Biden has officially won the election. He is now the next president of the United States. January 20th, 2021. I almost said 2020. Caught myself there. But uh, effective January 20th, 2021, Joe Biden will officially become the 46th president of the United States. Yeehaw! Sadly, it's not Bernie Sanders, but, uh, yeah. 
I guess Joe Biden will have to fucking do. But hey, I got something for you Trump supporters. You know that guy named William Barr? Well, disputing President Trump's persistent baseless claims, Attorney General William Barr declared Tuesday the U.S. Justice Department has uncovered no evidence of widespread voter fraud that could change the outcome of the 2020 election. Attorney General William Barr declared Tuesday. This was, when was this article written here? December 1st, 2020. So this was basically written last month on the 1st. But, uh, yeah. Did you hear that? U.S. Justice Department has uncovered no evidence of Widespread voter fraud that could uh, change the outcome of the uh, 2020 election. Sorry, Trump supporters. Ooh. You know? But of course, alas, Trump supporters ain't having it. You know, they're still believing Newsmax. They're still believing bullshit from OAN and all that. I guess they don't like Fox News now. I guess they ain't cool with Fox News anymore or some shit. I don't know why. I, I really don't follow the Trump puppet world. <laughs> you know? I ain't got time for that Trump puppet shit. I've realized in this whole podcast as I've been recording it, sometimes I like to go back and listen to it. I've been saying you know a lot. I, I caught that. You know? <laughs> but, uh... The article goes on to say, Barr's comments in an interview with the Associated Press contracted the concerned effort by Trump. I probably read that wrong, but oh well. His boss to subvert the results of the last month's voting and block President-elect Joe Biden from taking his place in the White House. Barr told the AP that the U.S. attorneys... And FBI agents have been working to follow up specific complaints and information they've received. But to date, we have not seen fraud on a scale that could have effected a different outcome in the election. Yikes. Not looking good there, Trump supporters. This is uh, from the AP, the Associated Press. The people who call the election. And by the looks of it, they say there's no uh, evidence of voter fraud. Mm. Oh, boy. You know, just, just let that settle in for a minute. You know, just let that settle in for a minute. No evidence of voter fraud. Nowhere. None. I just hit the pop filter. Did you guys hear that? The only evidence that was supposedly found were fake videos you know there were basically videos of uh people burning sample ballots uh i guess that video has been proven to be false as well there was a video of a a, a trump tard trying to cover for his beloved emperor be like yo i got you covered fam you know i, I got you i got you let me 
Let me cook together something up real quick, you know. Yikes. Found out that uh, the ballads that they were burning were sample ballads. They weren't real ballads. It's like, really? Oh. 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 It's funny. The only place that has been reporting sightings of voter fraud and voter fraud in general has been nothing but right-wing sources. Honestly, this whole voter fraud BS is nothing but a right-wing talking point at this point. And what I mean by that is, think about it. The only people reporting voter fraud are biased news sources. Okay. Not one unbiased news source has reported any evidence of voter fraud. The only voter fraud evidence that has been shared and posted is bullshit made up by right-wingers and Trump supporters trying to cover for their beloved emperor. But, uh... Hardcore right-wing news outlets like OAN, Newsmax, and all that have been supposedly giving evidence of voter fraud, which, again, have been proven to be false. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I uh, get into arguments with Trump tards on Facebook who basically say to me, you know, provide me evidence of no voter fraud. And when I literally say to them, look it up, there's plenty to go around. They normally tell me, that's right, you can't fucking give me any because, well... There, there is none. There, there's voter fraud. There is none. But uh, w what's funny is that when I ask a Trump supporter on any platform to give me hardcore evidence, unbiased hardcore evidence of voter fraud, they seem to choose far-right sources like Newsmax. I don't even know if you want to consider Fox News a, a far-right source anymore. <laughs> Motherfucking Trump supporters and... Republicans have basically disowned the channel by the sounds of it. But uh, I guess they guess you could throw Fox News. OAN. You know? Fucking right-wing news outlets like that. Basically making up bullshit to feed the brains of their brainwashed uh, Trump supporters. You know? That's basically... Trump's whole administration and campaign and whole presidency basically in a nutshell is lies and bullshit. Stuff that's not true. Like I said earlier on, Trump basically lied himself into office. If you go on PolitiFact and click on Donald Trump's tab, you'll see he has more false things he said than things that have been true. Of course, you know, a lot of people say, oh, PolitiFact, you know, but it, it does provide facts. It does provide reliable information. Only reason fucking Trump supporters don't like it is because it provides accurate and true information on Trump. You know? Not the lying bullshit that Trump supporters are used to hear. 
Man, I remember I was flying here to Florida. Uh, I was flying on JetBlue, and they had these uh, TVs in the plane. And uh, I was scrolling through the channels because I guess they gave you, like, free direct TV or some shit. So I was scrolling through the channels, and they had OAN. And I'm like, oh. I kind of wanted to watch it. Like, I, I'm not going to lie, I did click on it for, like, probably a couple seconds just to see what they were saying. It was bullshit. It wasn't really anything interesting or true. But I tapped on I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I wanted to sit there and watch it and really see what they were saying, but I just couldn't stomach anything the fuck they were saying. Because, you know, I, I can't stomach bullshit. I can't stomach lies, you know? I hate liars. I hate lying. Your boy don't too, don't too... Don't do too good with lying, nor does he do too good with uh, talking. But uh, we're going to check out some uh, fact checks here of uh, Trump's voter fraud claims. These are coming from, uh, this is coming from Forbes. Good old Forbes. Let me make sure we're on the right one here. Yep. Forbes. And the title of this is, These are the voter fraud claims Trump tried and failed to overturn the election with. So. <clears throat> Ooh. <clears throat> Went down the wrong pipe. <clears throat> Ooh. Fuck. Hold on. Ooh. All right, fuck that. I'm leaving that in. I don't care. Went down the wrong tube. Holy bonanzas. Anyway. Where were we? Oh, yeah. With the Electoral College officially ratifying a win for Joe Biden this week, and even President Trump's closest allies beginning to recognize he lost, by the way, this was written December 17th, 2020. Here's a look at the key voter fraud conspiracy theories Trump and his team tried and failed to use to overturn the results of the 2020 election. And of course, it shows a picture of Trump tards holding up stop the seal signs. And oh, my God. Oh, oh, wow. Looking at this picture, and it's it's like they're, uh, it's like the Trump 2020 hats they're wearing are like fucking brainwashed brain buckets. Like I'm I'm looking at this picture right now. The uh, Forbes has on the website on the article they're using, and I see a lot of Trump 2020 cowboy hats. You know, they're like mind control brain buckets. I see a fucking guy in the front row wearing a Trump 2020 hat. You know, make America great again hat. It's like, it's their fucking, it's their mind control brain buckets. It's so Trump can control their minds. You know, people participate in the million magma march from Freedom Plaza to Supreme Court on November. All right, so let's 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 dive on into this, shall we? Key facts. Here we go. That the country's voting machinery. So this is one of his claims. So 
that the country's voting machinery, run by Dominion voting systems, was manipulated to delete millions of votes for Trump, flip votes for Biden, and has links to Venezuela and dead former President Hugo Chavez, a series of claims that have been debunked by the Department of Homeland Security's Cybersecurity and Infrastructure, CISA, which says on its rumor control page that there is no evidence any voting systems were compromised, and by Dominion, which has insisted that it has no link to Venezuela. Yikes! What's that? Was that no link to Venezuela? Oh, really? And then here, here's this, here's this other one uh, on dead people. <laughs> oh, you cannot make this shit up, people. Uh, but Trump can. That dead people were able to vote particularly in battleground states like Michigan and Pennsylvania, a claim that officials in the targeted states have labeled unfounded. I can weed. But uh, targeted states have labeled unfounded in that judge judges have also turned away when raised in court. Ooh, cotton throat. You ever get that moment when you're a stoner, you get cotton mouth? Well, I just got cotton throat. That's when your mouth, when your throat gets all dry. Oh, so here's another one that was debunked as not true. The Republican poll watchers were not allowed to monitor votes being counted in Democrat-run cities in key states all across the nation, as alleged by Trump in December 2nd video about election fraud, a claim that focused specifically on Pennsylvania and the litigation launched by his team in court, has been debunked by local officials and video evidence of the online of the count online and was eventually removed from the Trump's campaign's lawsuit. Let me try re, re, let me try re, reading that again, but this time in English, okay? The Republican poll watchers were not allowed to monitor votes being counted in Democrat-run cities in key states all across the nation. As alleged by Trump in a December 2nd video about election fraud, a claim that focused specifically on Pennsylvania and the legitimization launched by his team in court has been debunked by local officials and video evidence of count online and was eventually removed from the Trump's campaign's lawsuit. I kind of read it like a news reporter there. See? <laughs> but, uh... <clears throat> here's another one. That election officials in Nevada's Democratic-leaning Clark County deliberately manipulated machines used to verify signatures to allow ballots that normally wouldn't pass muster. A claim that the judge found no evidence, zero, zilch, zip, no evidence to support after a nine-hour hearing. This is a word I couldn't pronounce. My brain couldn't process it. <laughs> I don't know. My, my brain's stupid. But anyways, how about another one? Ooh. Here's a good one. The large amounts of votes for Biden were dumped 
after in-person ballots were counted on election night, a claim that includes no actual allegations of corruption and instead describes the legitimate <coughs> tallying of mail-in ballots, which typically takes longer because of verification methods. Oh, is that so? <laughs> I don't think Trump supporters are really liking this. <clears throat> Ultimately, none of these claims or the countless other allegations floated by Trump and his allies over the past month had any impact on the election's results. A Washington Post review found that at least 86 judges from across the political spectrum, some appointed by Trump, rejected at least one post-election lawsuit filed by the president or his supporters, while vote recounts requested by Trump team in Wisconsin and Georgia made no difference. The only consequence of these election challenges allege a growing number of critics from both parties is an unnecessary and unfounded public distrust in one of the country's core democratic institutions. It's a big, big sounding, uh, sounding like there's no voter fraud here. Hmm. A lot of sources from the center are saying there's no voter fraud. This is from the AP. Here's a European source. The big black cock. <laughs> BBC, get it? B BBC, British Broadcasting Company. B okay, I'm immature. I'm going to shut the hell up now. <laughs> I'm immature. Uh, that just tells you my immature, my, my, my fucking maturity level, you know? I just tell you where, where it is on the spectrum. But anyways, this is from the uh, British Broadcasting Company. U.S. Election 2020, fact-checking Trump's main fraud claims. And the reason why I'm using two websites is because I want to see if uh, all all these websites' fact checks are the same, if you know what I mean. We're also going to look at one from the Associated Press, you know? Like I said, I want to see if all three of them basically say the same thing. So this is coming from the uh, BBC. President Trump has repeated unproven claims, okay, that battleground states have recorded more votes than registered voters. It is a rumor that has been circulating in various forms since the election. And then it goes on to show a Trump tweet saying, in certain swing states, there are more votes than people who voted, and in big numbers. Does that not really matter? Stopping poll watchers, voting for unsuspecting people, fake ballots, and so much more. Such outrageous conduct. We will win. Newsflash, buddy. You didn't win. <laughs> you lost. If, ooh. In about 19 days, Trump will no longer be president anymore if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. But, ooh, here we go. Let's start off with the first one. 
The latest allegations focus on Michigan, where the Trump campaign says voter turnout in some areas was higher than 100%, an outcome known as an overvote. The source for this claim appears to be a document posted by former Republican congressional candidate Russ Ramsland. <clears throat> Republican. There you go. It lists 19 areas which appear to have a voter turnout higher than 100. Let's see. Benville. I'm, I'm sorry to the people in uh, Michigan for butchering the names of your uh, counties and stuff. I, I apologize in advance. But I'm going to name a couple of them. Bradford, TWP, 104%. Kent City, 103%. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, they're, they're, they're showing... But, ah, so these are from Minnesota. So I had to read that little part. Presents, presents which are claimed to be in Michigan, but are in fact in Minnesota. Oh. However, these presents are all in the state of Minnesota, not Michigan. Ooh. It's a big blow there, Trump. Big blow, big blow. Do they even stack up as percents where impossibly high levels of voting took place? Top of the list is Bensville Township with alleged 350% turnout. By the way, sorry, these aren't Michigan counties. Sorry, sorry about that. I just caught that in the beginning there. <laughs> but uh, the BBC proved me wrong. These are Minnesota. So sorry about that, Minnesota. My bad. My bad to the people who are listening from Minnesota. <laughs> but uh, it's a small place, and according to the electoral records, 63 out of a total of 71 registered. That's a turnout of 89%. We checked the other percents on the list, and all, have, all of them had turnouts below 100%. So the list is wrong on all counts. It's the wrong state, and the turnout figures from these 19 Minnesota percents are all wrong as well. Ooh, another big blow. Ooh. Uh, Trump supporters want to provide me some uh, proof of uh, voter fraud here because I'm providing an awfully lot of proof of no voter fraud. I can keep going. You know what? Let's keep going because fuck it. Why not? So, President Trump has also claimed there are far more votes than people in Michigan's largest city, Detroit, which he tweeted that out. <clears throat> Hold on, let's see if I can do this, read this tweet out in my best Trump voice. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> in Detroit, no, here. In Detroit, there are far more votes than people. Nothing can be done to cure that giant scam. I win Michigan. Fuck you. <laughs> I added the fuck you at the end. But imagine if he said... <laughs> I, I'm not laughing because I said fuck you. I'm laughing because, it, because of my Trump impression. My shitty, terrible Trump impression. I win Michigan. Fuck you. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, but that's fun. I would me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I'm keeping all this in. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, no. Why, why is that so funny? My sense of humor is fucked. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. However, a quick check of the election results for Detroit shows that turnout in the city was just under 50%. I wouldn't. Uh, I'm like a fucking newscaster right now who can't keep their composure. I've watched news be funny bloopers all the time, and I've seen newscasters can't like because they got to be serious. Like I'm, I'm trying to make this this thing professional and and good and high quality, but it's but it's kind of hard when I'm I'm laughing at myself being a dumbass. I would Michigan fuck you. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. No more. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Claim number two. Unexplained surges in Democrat votes. Oh, God. There have been a number of allegations from President Trump and others about the votes of his rival, Joe Biden, suddenly appearing in large numbers during the counting process. In his news conference on November 19th, Mr. Giuliani reported a claim suggesting that thousands of extra ballots had arrived very early in the morning at a Detroit counting center. <laughs> they, they spelt it the Canadian way. Or is that the, is that the European way of spelling center? C-E-N-T-R-E. Because I know here in America, we spell it C-E-N-T-R-E. That's how they... That's not... That's... that's no, I, <laughs> no, that's not how we spell it. We spell it C-E-N-T-E-R. Yeah, C-E-N-T-E-R. They basically, I guess in European countries and all that, and Canada and all that, they switched the E-R around and put it R-E. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> Mr. Giuliani's remarks were based on a claim made by an election worker alleging she saw two vans which were meant to bring food. Like, okay. Get this shit. This is what else is this is what else is fucking funny. Any little thing that Trump supporters can find, they will claim is voter fraud. Like this is how much that Trump and his supporters are holding on to this voter fraud shit. Like that badly. They're literally holding on to it that much. Like any little thing they could pass off as voter fraud. Oh, they'll pass it off as voter fraud, alright. <clears throat> like, I saw a video, I think it was, like, a, on CNN or something. I call it FNN. I think it was, like, on CNN or something. It, it, it was, did I, did, man, fuck you! I think I, I, I swear I started, heard someone out in my fucking front window just go, shh. I swear, but I could be wrong. Bro, I'm hearing things. Anyways, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Um, I was, I saw this video, it was from like CNN or some shit, I think it was like CNN, and there were a bunch of fucking Trump tards lined up where like all the media vans and everything where, where are, and 
a bunch of these fucking brainwashed Trump tards saw the uh, media people carrying duffel bags. And I guess Trump tards were screaming, oh, it's voter fraud. Oh, there's a ballots for Biden. Ballots for Biden. <laughs> Turned out that they were just tripods and camera equipment and shit. Like, literally, that's how badly Trump supporters are holding on to this voter fraud bullshit. Like, they are literally making up anything they can and saying it's true. Like, like I said earlier on before, there was a video of a person burning ballads that were apparently addressed to, that were marked as Trump, brain cannot produce words. I guess there were ballads marked as Trump, and I guess someone was burning them or something, and it turned out that those were sample ballads. As well, that's another thing. Like I said, I mentioned that earlier on in the stream. That's another thing they're like holding on to. Which again, that has been proven not to be true. That's false. And don't worry, our next topic here after uh, we're done uh, going on about uh, Trump voter fraud bullshit. <laughs> oh boy. This is, we'll save that for a little bit here, but, uh, oh yeah, it's this voter fraud shit's ridiculous, man. It's just nothing but at this point, a right wing talking point. It's nothing but a right wing conspiracy, conspiracy theory, but, uh, <clears throat> but, uh, the article goes on to say, but she says, she never saw any food coming out of the vans. Coincidentally, it was announced that on the news that Michigan had found over 100,000 more ballots not even two hours after the last van left. However, this claim and other allegations were rejected in a ruling on 13th of November with the judge declining they were creditable. There have been other claims from the Republicans about sudden spikes in votes favoring the Democrats in key battleground states, such as Michigan and Wisconsin, implying fraud could be involved. These spikes can be easily accounted for in the timing of the release of large batches of the results for big cities like Milwaukee and Detroit, which are always skewed heavily Democratic. In some cases, there have been critical errors or software glitches, which have been corrected after being discovered. It is also worth—it is also worth noting that I can't fucking read. But it is also also worth noting that the record numbers of postal ballots in this election have overwhelmingly favored the Democratic Party, particularly in urban areas. Exactly. That's another thing that Trump supporters were holding on to as well—that. The mail-in ballots were rigged in Biden's favor, which we all know for a fact that that is also not true. See, I've explained this many times fucking before, but the reason why the mail-in ballots favored the Democrats so much is because, well, Trump encouraged his voters to go out to the polls and vote in person. Biden, however, encouraged his supporters to vote through mail-in ballot. Ah, okay. You know? Something Trump supporters aren't aren't getting here. My my cousin is a Trump supporter. My cousin Ryan's a Trump supporter. I, I, I had to ask him on this topic one day. 
Ask him what he thinks about all this voter fraud BS. He, he supports Trump. The, the, the reason why he supports Trump is, I guess, because he supports the working class and all that. My cousin's a working kind of guy and blah, 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 blah. Uh. <laughs> Newsflash, Ryan. Trump really doesn't support the working class. He, he says he does just to appeal to people like you. <laughs> okay. But anyways, uh, moving on to the next claim here. Votes flipped from Trump to Biden. Oh, boy. President Trump's legal team also repeated a claim made by him that there have been an issue with the voting system used in some battleground states, which supposedly allowed millions of votes to be flipped from him to his rival, Mr. Biden. There is no evidence of this, and none have been provided by the president's legal team. Exactly. The reason why none has been provided has because there is no evidence. Zilch. Zero. Nada. The president is echoing accusations made on conservative... Conservative news outlet One American News Network, OANN, about dominating, about dominion, wow, I can read, voting machines, whatever the fuck the word is, which have been widely used across the U.S. in this election. OANN, as, uh, uh it's an outlet that I mentioned earlier on here in the, uh, podcast, like I said, it's a it's a hardcore right-leaning news outlet that supposedly spits out true news, which we all know it's just bullshit Republicans' conspiracy theories and bullshit right-wing Republican talking points. That's all it is. But uh, the president is echoing accusations made on conservative news outlet One American News Network, OANN, about... Dominion voting machines, which have been widely used across the U.S. this election. An OAN report refers to an unaudited analysis of data obtained from an election monitoring group, Edison Research, which allegedly showed millions of votes were flipped. (laughs) Okay. Who provided them this? Edison Research. Okay, where did Edison Research get all said research? However, the company's president, Larry Robinson, said Edison Research has pro- produced no such report. Okay, so they have no report. And we have no evidence of any voter fraud. Ooh. Edison Research provides many of the major U.S. networks, as well as the BBC, with exit poll data and results. Dominion Voting Systems has released a statement saying claims about Dominion switching or deleting votes are 100% false. Again, claimed to not be true. Ah. Water. Oh, God. And I think, how many more claims are on this page? Thousands of dead people voted. There's like two more. I don't know. I'm just going to skim through this. Yeah, see, so basically a lot of these fact checks. I'm going to skip the uh, Associated Press one. I looked through it. 
So a lot of these fact checks are on the same page. A lot they're they're fact checking a lot of his main claims, which you know, dead people voting, which that's not true, that's false. A lot of Trump's claims are made up bullshit right wing talking points. They're not true. They're false, made up bullshit. Speaking of false, made up bullshit, moving on from all the election fraud talk. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Even if it's bonkers, polls find many believe QAnon and other conspiracy theories. Oh, God. This is coming from uh, NPR.com. Oh, boy. Well, uh, let's get into this. A significant number of Americans believe misinformation about the origins of the coronavirus and the recent presidential election, as well as conspiracy theories like QAnon, according to a new NPR slash IPOSIS poll. Whatever the fuck that is. 40% of respondents say they believe the coronavirus was made in a lab in China, even though there is no evidence for this. But yet, people still fucking believe the shit. Which I do believe that that was uh, another made-up BS Trump claim, if I'm not mistaken. Scientists say the virus was transmitted to humans from other species. And one-third of Americans believe that voter fraud helped Joe Biden win the 2020 election despite the fact that courts, election officials, and the Justice Department have found no evidence of widespread voter fraud that could have changed the outcome. The poll results add to mounting evidence that misinformation is gaining a foothold in American society and that conspiracy theories are gaining mainstream, are going mainstream, excuse me, you dumb fuck. Especially during the coronavirus pandemic. This this has raised concerns about how to get people to believe in a baseline reality, said Chris Jackson, a pollster with iposis. Whatever the fuck again that is. Increasingly, people are willing to say and believe the stuff that fits in with their view of how the world should be. Exactly. Even if it doesn't have any basis in reality or fact, Jackson said. Exactly. They're basically describing Trump supporters. With this poll, what this poll really illustrates to me is how willing people are to believe things that are Ludicrous because it fits with a worldview that they want to believe. So here we go. We're going to read this poll off. Oh boy. So this is uh, identifying misinformation. Response were asks, to the best of your knowledge. Oh, this is what the uh, respondents were asked. So this is the question. To the best of your knowledge, please indicate whether you believe each of the statements below are true or false. So here's the uh, incorrect statements. Oh boy. The majority of protests that occurred this summer were violent. 38% said that was false. 16% didn't know. And 40% said that was true. Believe that was true. COVID nineteen was created in a lab in China. Oh, I bet you the forty percent who believe this are Trump supporters. The twenty nine who don't know. 
aren't probably and 32% so basically 40% think it's true that COVID-19 was created in a lab in China 29% don't fucking know and 32% think it's false alright a group of Satan worshipping elites who run a child sex ring are trying to control our politics and media Thank God. Because only 17% of people thought that was true. The world isn't that stupid. 30% did not fucking know. And 40%, excuse me, 47% thought that was false. Humans do not play a significant role in climate change. 17% thought that was true. 14% thought they had no idea. And 69% thought that was true. And excuse me, thought that was false. <clears throat> and finally, for the incorrect statements, several mass shootings in recent years were staged hoaxes. Oh boy, I hit the uh, pop filter again. 12% believed that that was true. 27% did not fucking know, and 61% thought it was false. So here are correct statements now. Statements that now these are statements that are true. Correct statements. Barack Obama was born in the United States. 59% of people have a fucking brain and think that's true. 22% did not know, and 19% thought that was false. There is no evidence vaccines cause autism. 51% thought that that was true. Okay. 37% did not know and 12% thought that that was false. Humans landed on the moon in the late 60s and 70s. 72% thought that was true. 20% did not know and 8% thought that that was false. The symptom... The symptom... The September 11th attacks on the World Trade Center and Pentagon were carried out by 19 terrorists. Yeah, they're now called terrorists. Supported by Al-Qaeda. 73% thought that was true. 20% did not know. And 7% are fucking idiots. <laughs> oh, boy. Article goes on to say the NPR poll of 1,115 U.S. adults was concluded December 21st to December 22nd. The credibility interval for the overall sample is 3.3% percentage points. One of the overall most striking poll findings has to do with QAnon, the baseless conspiracy theory that gained widespread attention this year as two of its backers were elected to Congress. Oh boy. The poll asked representatives whether they believe a group of Satan-worshipping child-worshipping elites who run a child sex ring are trying to control our politics and media. The false allegation at the heart of QAnon, while only 17% said it was true, another 37% said they didn't know. So, basically, some people are fucking idiots in this world. Uh... If you want to read this full article and look through it yourself, this is, uh, like I said, from NPR.com. 
I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but uh, yeah, th this article basically proves just how brainwashable people are in this country. Not only this country, but in this world, you know? It it's scary to think that people will believe anything they see, but uh, you know? That, that's just how it goes. But anyway, moving on. Time for some more COVID talk. California nurse tests positive for COVID-19 before receiving second vaccine dose. Oh boy. So, apparently this nurse uh, in California received the COVID-19 vaccine. Ooh, my arm feels tingly. <laughs> only to test positive for the virus. A California nurse reportedly tested positive for COVID-19 more than a week after he received the first of two Pesifer vaccine doses. Wait, I thought this was nurse. Oh, okay. The nurse identified as Matthew W. said in a Facebook post that he got the first vaccine dose on December 18th and only experienced slight arm soreness at the time. Of course, that's what needles will do to you. Within six days of receiving the shot, the 45-year-old emergency room nurse began to experience chills, muscle pain, and fatigue, all of which have been identified as symptoms of the coronavirus. The ABC affiliate reported this week. Well, if you think about it... Isn't the vaccine technically the virus? Don't they? And vaccines, don't they technically inject your body with the virus? Like, isn't the virus mixed into the vaccine? Yeah. So you say, technically, you getting the vaccine, they're technically injecting the virus into your bloodstream. But hey, I'm not a doctor, so I, d I don't know, you know? I'm not educated in that department. So, are they saying the vaccine doesn't work? By the way, my bad. Forgot to mention this is uh, coming from our good friends at thehill.com, this article. So, uh, the article goes on to say, Within six days of receiving the shot, the 45-year-old emergency room nurse began to experience chills, muscle pain, and fatigue, all of which have been identified as symptoms of the coronavirus, the ABC affiliate reported this week. He told the station he had been working a shift in the COVID-19 unit of the hospital the day he fell ill, and later took a test for the virus that confirmed he was positive. I mean, or, okay, if you think about it, he was working in the COVID unit, the virus is literally fucking everywhere, I mean, it could be a possibility he contracted it from work. I mean, I'm not a fucking doctor here. I'm not diagnosing it, but, you know. Infectious disease specialist Christian Rammers, who works with family health care centers out of San Diego, told the station it is not unexpected for someone who had been vaccinated to contract the virus. Rammers explained that it takes a while for the vaccine to develop its protection from COVID-19. Meaning, it doesn't work right away there, people. You know, you, you, you got patient. We know from the vaccine clinical trials that it's going to take about 10 to 14 days for you to start to develop protection from the vaccine. From the vaccine, Rammer said. Adding that the first dose of vaccine does not provide complete protection from the virus on its own. The first dose we think gives you somewhat around 50% and you need that second dose 
to get up to 95%, he said. Rammers went on to say that it's possible that the nurse contracted the virus prior to receiving the first vaccine dose, which that's, could be a possibility. With the coronavirus incubation period lasting nearly 14 days, the nurse may have not begun to show symptoms until after he was vaccinated, ABC News 10 reported. So, basically, the guy had a bit of a scare, you know. But, uh, hopefully he gets better. Get, get well soon. But uh, moving on, continuing with uh, COVID talk and all that, uh, we're going to be talking about COVID and anti-maskers and... Which brings us into our next topic, rapper Little Pump banned from JetBlue after refusing to wear a mask. This untalented fuck. Like, this, this guy literally has no fucking talent. His music is literal fucking El Garbage. It's not even music. It's trash. It's garbage. Fucking, the people who listen to Little Pump have no taste in fucking music, honestly. The people who listen to Little Pump, or artists like Little Pump, have no idea what the fuck rap music is, have no taste in fucking music, Zero. None. Like, who the fuck? Like, bruh. You know? And of course, now you got him fucking coming out as a selfish fucking prick as well. Like, what the fuck? But anyways, rapper Lil Pump has been banned from flying on JetBlue Airways after refusing to wear a face mask. JetBlue representative Dave Dombrowski confirmed to USA Today that the performer whose real name is Gazzy Garcia. Gazzy? Violated the coronavirus safety precaution during a Sunday flight from Fort Lauderdale to Los Angeles. Damn, this motherfucker ain't got enough money to afford his own private fuck. The 20-year-old reportedly came verbally abusive with crew members after being asked multiple times and refusing to comply with JetBlue's face-covering policy. According to Dabrowski, in other words, being a, a selfish fucking prick like all anti-maskers are. <laughs> His return reservation was canceled and he is no longer welcome to... Will you fuck off, Cortorna? Cortorner. Fucking A. Cortana popped up. Let me try that again before my computer interrupted me. His return reservation was canceled and he is no longer welcome to fly on JetBlue, Dombrowski said. The safety of all of our customers and crew members is JetBlue's first priority. Which, I'm glad that JetBlue thinks that way. Cause, uh, <laughs> not a lot of people think that way. A lot of people are, are selfish fucking pricks here. A representative for the Gucci Gang rapper declined to comment to the outlet. Basically didn't want to fucking embarrass himself. Yeah, I get that. JetBlue was the first U.S. airline to require passengers to wear face masks to stem the spread of coronavirus starting May 4th. Passengers two years and older needs to cover their nose and mouth through the entire journey, including during check-in while boarding, in-flight, and deplaning. Travelers are notified of the requirement in emails and at the airport. 
Oh boy, <laughs> skipping right along here. Uh, well, this this honestly explains a lot. Lil Pump made headlines last month when he threw his support behind President Trump ahead of the November election. During a rally in Michigan, the president accidentally referred to him as Little Pimp before correcting himself. <laughs> Lil Pimp! Oh, God. No wonder. <laughs> fucking Donald Trump motherfuckers are a bunch of selfish fucking asshole pricks. I mean, I'm sorry, but... If you don't want to wear a mask, you're nothing but a selfish fucking prick. Okay? I'm sorry, but... That... that it's, it's like, bro... For once, stop thinking about your fucking self. For once. Just for once. And actually think about the other people around you. Actually think about the others who don't have an easy time with the virus. Because if you think about it, not everyone has an easy time recovering from this virus. Not everyone has an easy time dealing with this virus. We lost a lot of people due to coronavirus. You know? Not, not everyone has a, a great time dealing with it. Honestly, no one has a great time dealing with it. But y'all know what I mean. Like... It's fucked, you know? And then he fucking posts a picture on his Instagram of him and Donald fucking Trump, which, of course, like, come on. And then he says, I guess his Instagram fucking post says, you brought the troops home and you're doing the right thing. Magma 2020. 20. Don't forget that. And do not vote for Sleepy Joe at all. The rapper said on stage, evoking the president's nickname for his Democratic opponent, now President-elect Joe Biden. <laughs> ah, pick the wrong man, pump. Fucking little pimp. <laughs> little pimp. But basically, let's just fucking say, people who don't want to wear a fucking mask should be charged with attempted murder. Because that's literally what you're doing. By you not wearing a mask, you're putting people's lives at risk. And, and I know what you're thinking, well, how the hell the fuck am I doing that by not wearing a mask? Well, again, like I said, not everyone has an easy time with the virus. Not everyone can overcome the virus as easily as other people can. You know? Like, come on. I understand people don't want to put the fucking mask on. I'm not going to lie. I don't want to put the damn thing on either. I hate it. I wish I didn't have to wear it. But unlike other selfish fucking pricks out there in the world, and oh my God, here in Florida, there's not, they're nothing but fucking selfish fucking asshole pricks. Bro, no one. Like, I guess yesterday... I went to the gas station. Yesterday I went to the gas station to get some fucking soda. Literally no one, not even the fucking store clerk, had a mask on. Not even the fucking store itself had a mask mandate policy. Like, you didn't have to wear a mask going into that store. 
to really go like, bruh. I'm sorry, but you're a fucking disgusting, vile, selfish fucking prick if you don't want to wear a mask. Oh, but my constitutional rights, my rights, be, 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 be. Fuck them. We're, we're dealing with a fucking virus that's spreading out of control right now. Because people are too fucking worried about themselves. I understand you care about... Well, honestly, if you don't wear a mask, you honestly don't fucking care about your safety. Obviously. But, like, just do the people who do care about others' health and safety and their own a fucking favor and stay the fuck home. Or put a fucking mask on. Simple as that. Again, I understand not a lot of people like the current mask mandates and the current fucking procedures that are in place in some states, but... Hey, if you follow the policies and the mandates and the restrictions that are in place, then possibly things will go smoothly. You know, I'm not saying it's guaranteed. But hey, if we follow the guidelines, procedures, whatever is in place, then maybe this pandemic will slow down. You know? Haven't you fucking thought of that yet? No. Because people are out there too busy being a selfish fucking prick. I'm sorry, but that's what all these fucking anti-maskers and people who don't want to wear masks are. They're nothing but selfish fucking pricks who don't give a fuck about the well-being of others. The only fucking thing they care about is themselves. And it's sad, and it's pathetic, you know? Like, honestly, people who don't wear a mask... And anti-maskers, again, should be charged with attempted murder. Or should at least be fined a big hefty fucking fine. You know? Like, again, literally. You may not know it, and you may not think it, but you're harming other people. Yes, wearing a, not wearing a fucking mask is harming other people. Again, people who can... Not cover from the virus easily. People who... There's literally people out there who this virus is fatal to them. One of my friends who I uh, love a lot and who I talk to a lot on Instagram and all that. Has a disease where if she contracts the virus, she's fucked. But yet, anti-maskers don't give a single fuck. Because why? There's nothing but selfish fucking pricks. You know? Suck it the fuck up. Put a fucking mask on. Have some fucking common sense for once. You know? Have some human fucking decency for once. It just pisses me off and it sickens me that people will literally be selfish fucking pricks and not care about, honestly, their own safety, but the safety of others. And like I said, it's fucking terrible here in Florida. The amount of selfish fucking assholes, it's crazy that people literally will do this. Like, why? Why? 
Oh, constitutional rights. Oh, my rights. Oh, rights, rights. For once, you know what? Fuck your rights. And fuck you. You selfish fucking pricks. Either do us all a fucking favor, do the people who fucking care about the health and safety of others and their own health and safety a fucking favor and stay the fuck home. Alright? Stay the fuck home. Don't show your fucking stupid fucking faces. Alright, don't. Because again, you're, you're just a cum stain on this fucking earth. Anti-maskers and people who don't wear fucking masks are just a cum stain on this fucking earth. I, like, like literally, I didn't even go out to supper last night. Like, my family wanted to all go out to supper. I'm like, I'm not risking it here in Florida. Hell no. Especially with the amount of fucking people here that don't want to wear a mask. Who possibly could have the virus. You know? It's fucked. And honestly, this virus may never get under control anytime soon. So, think about this, anti-maskers. This is a fucking message to you. If you want to open up the country, if you want to open up your state, if you want everything to go back to fucking normal, then suck it the fuck up for once. Quit being a selfish fucking prick. Do us all the fuck a favor and put a mask on. That's all we ask. Care about the health and safety of others for once. Quit caring about just you for once. You know? It's sad. It's sick. It's pathetic. And it pisses me off. It makes me sad. It makes me upset. That there's selfish fucking assholes out there. Who don't want to abide by simple guidelines. All because. Oh my rights. Oh this violates my rights. My rights. My rights. I'm not going to lie. I'm a US citizen who loves my rights as well. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes. When it comes to the health and safety of others. It's good, it's good to basically say fuck them. You know? Again, I value my rights. I love my rights. I'm not going to lie. I will never live or move to any other country because I value my constitutional rights here in America. But I also value the health and safety of others. And I also value my health and safety. You know? But anyways, I think that's all I have to say on this. Honestly, fuck little pump. He can go fuck himself. I honestly hope the motherfucker catches the virus. Yeah, it probably won't do much harm to him, which I'm not saying I wish it does do harm to him. But it probably won't. But honestly, I hope it. I hope he gets it anyways. Just so he can feel, just so he knows how it feels to, you know, not wear a mask. But, anyways, enough of the COVID bullshit.
I know enough of all that. Who? Moving on. A little bit more Trump talk here. We're nearing the end. Don't worry. This pain, suffering, and torture is almost over. But moving on. New York Post editorial board calls on Trump to start thinking about Georgia runoffs instead of overturning the election. But we all know he won't do that. <laughs> this is coming from our good friends from the uh, Hill.com. Uh, so did the last article as well. The Low Pump article. And uh, well, so is this article. The New York Post's editorial bowl, blah, 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 called on President Trump to start thinking about the Georgia runoff races and stop thinking about overturning the election results. The Post prompted its editorial board's piece, which pleaded with the president to end the dark crusade of cheering for undemocratic coup to change the 2020 election results on the front page of its Monday paper. That's how you can tell this fucking paper leans left. When they're literally praising and begging fucking Trump. <laughs> New York Post, your, uh, your love for Trump is showing. The newspaper's editorial board labeled the Georgia State, the Georgia Senate runoff election... An enormously important moment for the next four years of our country, as the races will determine which party controls the U.S. Senate. Addressing Trump, the editorial board wrote, Unfortunately, you're obsessed with the next day, January 6th, when, con when Congress will, in a pro-form action, certify the Electoral College vote. The Post noted that the president had every right to investigate the election, but added, let's be clear, those efforts have found nothing. We understand, Mr. President, that you're angry that you lost. But to continue down this road is ruinous. The editorial board wrote, We offered this as a newspaper that endorsed you. That supported you. If you want to comment, if you want to submit your influence, even set the stage for a future return, you must channel your fury into something more productive. So basically, they're admitting they're a right-wing newspaper that supports Trump. <laughs> Stop thinking about January 6th and start thinking about January 5th, it added. The editorial board encouraged Trump to expand his resources and the Senate race to preserve his accomplishments and preserve and prevent the Democrats from having the presidency, the House, and Senate, which would be lovely. Ooh. Securing the Senate means securing your legacy, the editorial board wrote. You should use your considerable charm and influence to support the Georgia candidates, mobilizing your votes for them. Voters for them. Focus on their success, not your own grievances, as we head into the final week. So basically, this fucking whole editorial goes on to praise Trump and, you know, honestly beg him to be a good boy. And, 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 and please, 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 please. But, uh, honestly, it's just President Trump being President Trump. If you guys want to read the full article, uh, it's on thehill.com. But uh, this moves us into our final article of the motherfucking night, of the motherfucking episode, and of this podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Not of this podcast, but uh, of this episode and... 
turned stripper left husband and rakes in cash selling x split snaps she'd be like yo these only fans hoes be making fucking bank baby man let me in on that shit <laughs> she's like fuck this pastor job ain't making shit sweetheart you made the right career choice i'm, I'm not gonna lie you 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 gonna be making bank wearing louis vuitton gucci in the and Damn, she fucking whoo! Damn, damn. Ooh, I'm sorry, but she's fucking hot. Whoo! This morning's Amaron Holmes and Ruth Langsford spoke to Nicole Mitchell on Friday's show about her astonishing career change. And sweetheart, you made the right one. Whoo! Nicole used to be a church pastor after growing up in a religious family, but now runs an erotic website where she posts photographs of herself and chats to fans. She's basically an OnlyFans hoe, but, you know. She explained, I always had been a part of the church. I loved the church and my people, and I did everything I could to fulfill my leadership calling in the church. Until I could no longer fit there. The fullness of who I was wasn't welcomed. Can the fullness of my dick be welcome? <laughs> this just shows how fucking mature I am. Oh, fuck. I was a queer. My church didn't accept queer people. Well, of course, because fucking religious is bullshit and it's a goddamn scam anyway, so. That's why I'm an atheist and I don't believe in any of the bullshit. And I had desires to express myself in ways I had never been able to. I decided to finally step into the unknown and see where it led me. And it led me here, and I am very grateful for it. And we are very grateful for that sexy-ass body and them nice titties. <laughs> Nicole called her former husband, John, a beautiful soul and said she realized six or seven years into their marriage that she was not straight and said he was understanding in the first person she told. Wow, bro. Damn. Damn, that must have hurt, though. Fuck. That must have. Damn. And she's. Woo! Oh, they had to blur out the titties, though. Damn. We could tell she got. Woo! Nicole has. Amazed a loyal following of. Motherfucker, they ain't no loyal following of fans. They some horny ass dudes who wants to jack off to an ex fucking pastor. Damn, she's. Mm. Whoo! Fuck! Damn, buddy. How do you. Whoo! He said, I think that's normal, natural, and I'm so happy for you, Nicole said. Wait, he said, or, okay, no. She revealed her new career was not accepted at church. Of course, because they're fucking religious dumb fuck. They go fuck themselves. And she also began to struggle with her faith. And so she parted ways. This woman has seen the light at the end of the tunnel. Welcome, sweetheart. We accept you. We accept you. We accept you. Whoo. 
Yes. Yes. Uh, well, if she does not speak to any of her former church members, she suspects some of them have anonymously subscribed to her. Oh, so she does have an OnlyFans account! So she does have an OnlyFans! Bro, because see, at first she said, well, because at first the, the article said it was just some erotic website. Nah, she is making that bank in the OnlyFans! Ah, shit! Yo, what's her OnlyFans? <laughs> Yo, what's her OnlyFans? <laughs> what, what, what the fu- Ooh. <laughs> I'm sorry, she's fucking hot. Oh. Oh. She's fucking hot. Mmm. Iman asked Nicole about the fact that there would be members of her former church who believed her website was immoral and a sin. It's very pol It's very polarizing what I do. People are either a okay or not okay with it. Oh, I'm a okay. I'm way more than a okay with it. Oh. At the end of the day, I have to decide what I am called to do and trust that calling, and let the chips fall where they may. A lot of people have come around to some honey. Nah, they ain't. They they ain't supporting you. They supporting your titties and your vagina. That's all they supporting. <laughs> and I have lost a lot of people along the way. But motherfucker, she making that bank. And ooh. Damn. Damn. I'm sorry. I can't. She's fucking hot. What's her OnlyFans, bro? Damn. What's this bitch OnlyFans? Fuck. She got an OnlyFans? I mean, yeah, it says you got an OnlyFans, but what is it? They give me a link? Fuck. Oh, well. I guess we don't get to see her OnlyFans, boys. Damn. She's fucking hot. If you guys want to read this article, you can read it on mirror.co.uk. A uh, UK site. But, yeah. Uh, uh, a pastor <laughs> saying, fuck the, uh, fuck that, uh, pastor shit, man. I'm, I'm gonna make a fucking OnlyFans account. Shit. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that is going to do it for this motherfucking episode of a podcast that I like to call this and that. I hope you all enjoyed. I know I did. Anyways, I'm going to get the fuck up off this bitch. And, uh, honestly, I don't know. Like I said, I do I do want to start posting this podcast a whole lot more and all that. But like I said, I have to, like, settle down first, you know. I'll still post episodes from time to time. But, like I said, sooner or later here, once I settle down and once I get things all in order, then... Episodes of this podcast will start to come out more consistently. But, uh, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that's it for this episode of This and That. I'm done. Have a good day. And goodbye. Yahoo!